I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It was the best of time. It was the worst she was the people's princess. We shall fight on the beaches. Oh, hey, man. These are the things that made England. We shall fight on the landing ground. These are the things that made I England. I have a body, but of a weak and evil woman. These are the things that made England. And a king of England, too. These are the things that made England. Cry God for Harry! And these are the things that made England. England! And St. George! These are the things that Hello, made everyone. England. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Things That Made England. With me, David Crowther, and uh, my colleague in fun, laughter, and comedy, Luke Baxter. Ding. Baxter. Yeah. Very good. Hello, Luke. Welcome to the funniest show on earth, when we're going to talk about funny things Boom in a dish. really funny way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. There's so much pressure. I did. A, I've been a best man twice in my life, Luke, mm. and I do not think I've ever done anything more terrifying. Yeah. Me too. I managed to miss the best man speech of one of them, so that helped. No. Yeah. Well, you didn't turn up. I didn't turn up. No. It wasn't entirely my fault. It was because the 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 the, the flight was cancelled. It was, but I did get a lot of oh, typical Luke, you know. I I was like, no, I had to buy a three hundred pound flight to get here. So what did they do? Oh, that's horrendous. The best man isn't here. The best man isn't... What? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they had a best woman, and she... Uh, well, she's, right, a, she's okay. a trained she's... actress, and so I was quite glad not to have to be following on after her anyway. But still, writing the speech is actually yeah. petrifying. It took me months. Yeah. Months. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, Luke. It took me months. Yeah. And was it funny? Anyway. Actually, do you know, I'm, I'm not going to be... What's the word? Modest? Mod- no. Yeah. It's great, actually. Good. <laughs> and when he'd done a good speech, yeah. there is no feeling like it in the world, is there? No. Then you're flying. I just yeah. felt a million dollars. When people laugh at you, it yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, indeed. Which links back to our show. Yeah, which is about? Which is about comedy. So what we're going to do, folks, is we're going to do a couple of things, actually. One's, one is we're going to indulge ourselves shamelessly and mm-hmm. talk about our favorite comedy shows because that's fun uh and we're going to make you listen sorry about that the other thing is that we're going to try and put a serious academic bent on it because there's always oh. been this kind of thing out there that there's an english sense of humor has there not yes there has 
Well, is there really, or is that just tripe? So, for example, I would say that in the last 10 years, certainly, I've listened to a lot more American comedy than English. Right. Just putting that out there. Yeah. You know, big the Big Bang, bang. I mean, long time ago now, I suppose, Frasier, you know, really friends, really sharp, well-written comedy. Yeah. So... Uh, what about you, Luke? Uh, do you do you go into this with a, a happy heart, thinking, great, yes, of course, English comedy exists, or not? I go in with a very happy heart, um, maybe not the academic heart. <laughs> you just mentioned that's right. slightly worrying me. <laughs> oh um, right. um, but yes, very happy. And uh, yes, I, you know, I, I, I think I like to chuckle a lot. Um, so that okay. must mean I know a lot about comedy. Surely. Okay, so the first question I have for you, Luke Baxter. Okay. Yes. Uh, mock jock, as self-confessed mock jock. Mm-hmm. Are we talking here British humour or English? Is there a Welsh, Scottish, Irish sense of humour? Is it regional? Ah. I once heard someone remark that if you can make people laugh in Ipswich, you can make anyone laugh anywhere, <laughs> which I think is a little harsh. And Ramesh uh, uh, Rangathanan got into trouble for saying that Liverpudlian audiences were very tough. Yes. So, Ranganathan. What do you think? Regional, um, country-based? Well, I have some a uh, bunch of friends from Ipswich, as it happens, um, or the Big Eye. <laughs> tractor Boys. <laughs> the Tractor Boys, indeed. <laughs> and they are very uh, funny and uh, very ironical and pedantic. In fact, we we, we call them the, the Suffolk pedants. Um, Is that and, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're very well, funny. They must wear that with pride. They do, yeah. Um, and they're very funny. And I don't know why I don't I know so many people from Ipswich. Um <laughs> Uh, but yes, I definitely think that it, that we could talk about English humour. Um, I don't think you know. I we we always tread carefully when speaking about anything Welsh um, when Fiona isn't with us. Uh, so I think we'll right. leave that one to Fiona. But you know, I think that Scottish humour is sort of filthier than English humour. Um, and is that I think, right? hey, <laughs> and I think hey. it works better. You know, swearing in in a Scottish accent is just great. You've got people like Billy Connolly, uh, Janie Godley, Frankie Boyle, um, and a lot of their humour sort of revolves around how funny they sound when they're being really filthy. Um, and I think you know Irish humour is definitely a thing, um, and it's clearly different from English humour. Um, and the, you know the Irish have had a dip, disproportionately large impact on on British culture in general, um, but specifically on humour. I think um, you know there always seems to be at least one Irish person on any given panel show. Yes, you're absolutely yeah. right. Um, and you know, Father Ted, I think, is actually my my favourite sitcom of all time. I there think. are few funnier than yeah. Father Ted. Yeah, it has to be said. And awesome. indeed, Graham Lynham's other one, uh, the IT Crowd. But anyway, yes. we're coming to that yes. later, aren't we? Yes. Um, yeah, um, so I think there is a, there is an English sense of view. I'm not quite sure that I would be able to define it, um, but I think there is an English. That's sense what we're of going view. to do today. Good. Luke. That's yes. You're the academic here. That's what we're going to do. Cool. You and me. Yeah, yeah. Together, nail it down. Define English humour. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. So you think it's regional? I must admit that the funniest comedian at the moment, I think, is Kevin Bridges. Very, very funny. Very yep. observational. Yeah. Very Scottish. Ah, uh, yes, funny, I know. Actually. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah. He's very good. He's about four years old or something. Stupid. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about English humour and we yep. think it's different from Welsh, Scottish. We can't actually define it, but, you know, we think it's different. So, Luke, Luke Baxter, I'm, I put it to you. 
What do you think are the elements of typically English humour? Do you think there is a distinctive style? Yes. Irony. Okay. What is it? Irony. Okay. Irony. Yep. Um, puns. Not buns. Puns. Puns, in this case. On the hierarchy of humour, by the way, because there was a picture once on the hierarchy of yes. humour, puns were at the bottom. Incorrectly, but yes. <laughs> now, this was on Twitter. It had to be true. Yeah, it was a meme. <laughs> yeah, it was a meme. <laughs> As our man Eric tells us, that memes are, are the, the true word it's of God, true. I think. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, Eric. <laughs> it's a meme. It's got to be true. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. irony. Yep. Yeah. Um, a double entendre, ironically. Mm. Um, we... Double entendre in the yeah. same meme, which actually yeah. was very funny. Yeah. Um, it had a big tower, and yeah. then in the background there were two rounded mounds like hills, yeah. and written on them oh. "Double Entendre." <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Yeah, I did see that. That was very funny. But yeah, yes, because very we, funny. I think you chopped off the top of the picture. I had topped off yeah. the top of the picture, so, <laughs> so we, we never I know. can't remember what was at the top. <laughs> we've we've definitely never reached oh. it. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's um, most yeah, and also I think this. Okay, of, so irony puns. Yeah, double entendre. The bizarre. I thought. I think that's mm -hmm. quite. Um, that's quite English. I think that's sort of, you know, the you mean absurd, absurd, of, um, weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I incongruous. Think, actually, yeah. I always thought was a word that. Good word. You know, something that just doesn't quite fit. Yes, uh, and you choose. Yes. Yeah. Um. Which I think sometimes works and sometimes just doesn't. Um, I, I I sometimes find that right. element of humour. Some you know, I will go on to talk about it, but the you never you expect the uh, Spanish Inquisition. Um, you know, well, our first indeed, our first show, <laughs> I would I'd say, is the epitome of absurdity. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. Okay. Good. Any more? Uh, no, that's about as far as I got. Okay, shall I try some more on you? Please, yeah. So I, <clears throat> I did a little bit of study on this. There's a social historian called Paul Jennings. Right. Who's very good, and I uh, read a lot about uh, English and the drink, actually. It's very good. So oh, yeah, yeah. I had a bit of a read of him, and I had a bit of a look around. So, of course, the first thing I went to, obviously, was the encyclopedia called... Britannica? No, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Sorry, sorry. Come sorry. on. Sorry. So Wikipedia <laughs> is very clear about English humour, actually. Mm. It says, this is what it is, ABC, satire aimed at the absurdity of everyday life. Good. I think it's fairly true. Yeah. Sarcasm, insults, self-deprecation. Yeah. And I must admit, self-deprecation is definitely a part of English humour, but it seems to me it's on a more personal Sense humor. I'm not sure it comes across. Well, it does a bit in comedy shows. Anyway, self-deprecation. Mm. That's a thing where I think Americans say, if I can speak for all Americans here, pardon me, is, you know, what's funny about self-deprecation? Why are you doing yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, taboo subjects. And I'm not sure I really believe that. But that comes up quite a lot. The idea that the English humor is a bit fearless and a bit right. aggressive. Taboo subjects. Right, what see, do you I, think? I, yeah, see, I would say that's universal. I just think what is taboo um, is less, um, it, it is very cultural. So, you know, for example, in Spain, they have lots of lots of Catholic jokes. Um, 
you know, right. sort of jokes about Jesus and St. Paul and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, whereas we, I think, we're more scatological in um, our approach right. to the taboo. Bottoms and things. Do you know how many... Bottoms. Um, do you know how many of Jesus's foreskin there were in the world? <laughs> no. 22, apparently. 22. What is the plural of foreskin, anyway? Eight You're skin? Very <laughs> good. Yes, very good. That's a double entendre. Hey. Boom, Tish. Boom. Like, was... And I'm telling you, Tish. Yeah. Was 22 <laughs> a joke or was it because there are 22 relics? No, there are 22 relics of uh, 22 really? um, yeah. Jesus penises. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, to be subjects, puns, and you've already done that. Innuendo, yeah. which I suppose is double entendre, isn't it? Yeah. Wit. Which I think is an interesting one because wit surely is a big thing. But my favourite panel show and the way that I like to spend my evening, especially if I'm in any way stressed, is watching Would I Lie to You? Mm-hmm. The thing about Would I Lie to You is that it's not nasty. It's totally and it is not satire. It's not trying to do anybody down. It is just pure wit. Right. Yeah. And I think that's quite rare. I think that's what Kevin Bridges is good at. Right. Actually, he doesn't talk about Scottish independence all the time, even though he's a big supporter of Scottish independence. He doesn't try to slag off the uh, the English or even Westminster. He's just really funny. And, and I think that's gold. Yes. And what's his name who died recently? Because he, he was on that quite a lot, wasn't he? Um, what's his name who died recently? Yeah. My mum? No. No, my mum didn't die, actually. No, she's, she's fine, she's fine, she's fine. <laughs> just talking about it. Uh, who died recently? Uh, I'll look it up. Um, Wait, yes. did, he, did he prepare for the show? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, this, this, these I'm, are, I'm sorry, I don't want to be aggressive, but, you know, this balls. is English humour, yeah. insults. Yeah, did he yeah. prepare for the show? I had to prepare. Who died recently? Who died recently? There you go. Okay. His name is Sean Locke. Oh, yeah, Sean Locke. He was very funny. He was very dry. Yeah. Oh, I love Sean Locke. Yes. Yeah. Did you see the tiger who came for a pint? Yes. <laughs> very, good. Really good. <laughs> very good. indeed. Yeah. Oh, dear, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the British class system. Yeah. I'm still going through the Wikipedia right, right. groups. And that is, or well, that certainly used to be, fertile ground, didn't it? Mm. Mm. So that's the list Wikipedia comes with often occupied by deadpan delivery mm-hmm. and deadpan delivery dry delivery is very much a british sense humor i'd have said yeah yeah but then i had a look at that and i thought well what about okay burlesque and slapstick mm. i.e when i went to california many moons ago when the world was young and i was good looking mm-hmm. if a bit porky Everybody would say to me on the bus, hey, I love your accent. Well, that's very yeah. nice of you. And then they would say, I love Benny Hill. Yes. At which point I left the Greyhound yeah. and walked to yeah. Albuquerque. Yes, because I, I, yeah, I had the same thing. I was in Argentina and it was, he was massive mm-hmm. in Argentina. No. Yeah. And, you know, they're so, really sophisticated in Argentina. Yeah, they're all psychologists. Um, and they, uh, oh. yeah, I know, it's amazing. Um, but it's, <laughs> You see, Terrible. Yeah. The worst ever. Yeah. In the history of humour, Benny Hill. Yeah. He's down. I've got him down as my. Circle. Yeah. Pauling. In fact, Dante actually didn't finish his book <laughs> and he had a 23rd <laughs> circle and Benny Hill was in it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, carry on. Yes. Carry on. Carry on. 
Carry on at the Kyber. Yeah. You see, this is where we need our oh. friend Royfield because he'd be defending all of this stuff. I'm sorry, I love Carry On. Yeah. I also love Do you? Norman Wisdom. Oh. Right. Yeah. Who's that very remember that very deadpan American um comedian who he's also dead. <laughs> um also dead. Yeah, he used to smoke a lot and he was really rude. Um Bernard Manning? No, he's not so American, I don't think. No. But he was very dry. Um Right. Yeah. Okay, so there's an American comedian you don't know who is and is also yeah, yeah, dead yeah, yeah. who was actually really good. Yeah. This show's going really well. I know, I know, I know. I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Still dead, oh, yeah. uh, what about understatement? Yes. So burlesque, slapstick. I mean, I think yeah. it's quite a strong theme of that in English humour. Yeah. Maybe it's a little separate. But understatement, we love yeah. understatement, don't yeah. we? Yeah. You know... I wouldn't say so. That genocide was a little rude. Yes. For example. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Because you see, I, I would say the slapstick, if we're going for defining something as English, I would say yes. slapstick is quite international. Um, I and would I agree. think that's totally. possibly why Benny Hill travels and why uh, Mr. Bean travels, for example. Oh, Mr. Bean is awful. Awful. Again. Awful. Um, yeah. But you, but for the I'm same sorry, reason. I feel quite ill and I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate Mr. Bean yeah. so badly. I, yes, I, yeah, I know. And I, again, oh. see, massive in Spain, and Is that really, right? yeah, it has. You know, he really has travelled very well. Um, but I think that's you know partly because um, he doesn't need much dubbing because he doesn't say anything. Well, it's very physical, isn't it? Yes, you don't yeah. need. Yeah. There's no wordplay yeah. in Mr. Bean. Yeah, and and I think that sort of slaps. You know, French humour is quite slapstick. I, I think. think you're right. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. The slapstick is very international, and it's kind of like, an, okay, there is a bit of um, English slapstick, but it's not really the core. Yeah. But yeah. Carry On is probably funny because it's smutty, isn't it? It's, it's real beach humour. Yes. Beach postcard humour. I mean, when you look at it now, some of them are embarrassing. Yeah. Some of them are still great. Carry On Up the Kyber is a work of bloody art. Is it? Sorry. Yes. You know, infamy, infamy. They've all got an infamy. Yes. But, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, gold. Is that anyway. Yeah. That is Carry On Cleo. Cleo, yeah. And I'll meet you at your convenience from Dan Dan the Lavatory Man. Oh, that makes me laugh Literally does I'll meet you at your convenience. Yeah. Sorry? It doesn't even ring a bell. Come on. <laughs> I think it's um, Carry On Screaming when they, well, they see, make... Yeah. They yeah. turn mannequins into creatures or something. And Dan, Dan, the convenience man, has seen them. So he says, well, I'll tell you what's happening here. Come and meet me to the policeman. And the policeman says, I'll meet you at your convenience. Fantastic. I mean, tell me that isn't a good gag. Brilliant. I'm not sure I even get you it. You don't think it's funny at all, do you? No, not at all. No. No. Sorry. I'll meet yeah. you at your convenience. I convenience pun. I don't think I've I've watched a Carry On film since I've been shaving. <laughs> no, I'm not sure I have either. No, you're probably right. Anyway, that's a fantastic joke. And yeah. then the last one is social embarrassment. Yes, I think that's very English, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. just being awkward. Yeah, is yeah. somehow funny because we are kind of awkward. Yeah. Yes, I think that anyway. is. I like that. Yeah. Study international who send people over to Britain to do a sort of foundation course before they do a university course. Yes. So they have a sort of acclimatisation yeah. thing. And in that, um, they're saying, you know, 
this is what you need to look out for when you meet English people. Uh, first of all, watch out for the banter. Yeah. We are really nasty to people that we like. Yeah. I mean, that is true, isn't it? Because you are an arsehole, Luke. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you see? Yeah. I love you, man. I love you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And, and you can even, and yes, the ruder you get, the more you love that person. Yeah. Absolutely right. I mean, yeah. you're never rude to people you despise yeah. and hate. No, I know. Yeah. You know, because that would be embarrassing. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'd mean it. Yeah. You know, and that would be embarrassing. You can't say anything you mean if you're yeah. English. No, exactly. God, show of emotion. Yeah. Yes, good Indeed. God, no. Yeah. Okay, so banter. We're nasty to people we like. Yeah. And then they talk about things we've already talked about, I think. Sarcasm, understatement, satire. Although, again, I think satire is international, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, there's nothing sp- specific about English satire. Um, I, I, I found a similar, sort of, similar sort of blog um, from EF, which is a, 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 a chain of English teaching schools. And uh, Yes. Right. Um, and they've they've said the same sort of thing. When irony turns nasty, sarcasm. When irony turns nasty, I mean that's true. It's a good definition of sarcasm because I've always wondered. I must admit. Yeah. Anyway, so that's quite it. Similar to Wikipedia. Mm. Um, and then I came on to our chap Paul, who was being a bit more academic about it, mm. and he says that emotion is often buried under humour in England in a way that seems insensitive to other people. So jokes are told about something uh, which is would normally be taboo. So mm. I came across an example, actually. Uh, this bloke said, when I was 13, my father had a heart attack. While he was on the cardiac ward, his best mate decided to visit him to cheer him up. Peter was an undertaker and for his visit, put on his morning suit and a top hat with a bit of uh, silk tied around the hat. So there's my dad lying on bed with a machine that goes ping and an oxygen mask on, and in walks Peter with a tape measure in his hand. <laughs> and that is good, isn't it? It's fantastic. You know, that is quite funny. And he's obviously thought about that. And yeah. the guy's dying or, you know, close to death or whatever, and it's in real trouble. And he, yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, and I think that is very english make a joke of something yeah. serious we uh, do that you know, it always... with our daughter we do that quite a lot we laugh through the yes the, I bet you, know, you, do, you have yeah. to you have to it's, it's it, i think and i don't know whether that is an english thing but i think it, it's a, it's a good way of seeing you through it and i you know that's the sort of you know the, the humor that they had in the trenches and during the war uh, the first world war and that kind of thing the sort of wipers times and that sort of humor and i, and yeah. I think that you know laughing at, in the face of disaster is always quite healthy absolutely i mean i totally agree although i think there is an unhealthy side of it that somehow sometimes i think it helps you avoid things that you really need to talk about yes um it is a very effective distraction humor is a very effective distraction tactic i've used it billions of time at work you know things are getting heated yeah a bit of humor yeah, either helps you avoid difficult questions you don't want to ask like the boss saying where the hell are the sales dave yeah. Um, or Sales? it helps you diffuse tensions and yeah. then get things back on track. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Do a sort of hilarious, hilarious t- turn the, the graph upside down, sort of. <laughs> it's all going up. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Damn, I never, I never thought of trying that. Doesn't work. Not so sure well, Rod would have laughed actually. No. I have to tell you. Was Rod no, not a funny man? Humor. No, it wasn't Rod. I used to get into seven o'clock in the morning to try and get some work done before Rod 
phoned me about the sales figures every day. Anyway, yeah. um, it was called Rod, and he realised that, and he got he came into work earlier and earlier and earlier. How we laughed. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, actually, an article from a student. Um, this is quite nasty, actually. He says, finally, subjects of humour typically involve mockery of failure, both yours and theirs, but mainly yours. Yeah. <laughs> quite funny. I don't really recognise that, to be honest. Yeah. Another person said, I like the very that the very nature of bit of humour does not encourage oversensitivity or self-entitlement, yeah. which is nice, i.e. self-deprecation. Um, another one who said British humour to me is as funny as watching furniture. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you, some of the funniest things I've met have been furniture. Really? So no, not really. No. Uh, so it's a very good, okay, very good so, furniture pun in or furniture joke in Blackadder about you know where, where Miriam Margold says you know we don't we don't let ourselves sit on chairs chairs are the work of the devil oh, yes, <laughs> we sit on a spike it's <laughs> 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 a really puritan <laughs> yes Aunt. I remember that one of my favorite episodes we'll come to that in a future episode maybe yeah so Paul Jennings and I who I keep on saying getting to and never do uh in a presentation said look you, you know something scientifically true about british humor subtle airy real but elusive accepted as a national trait and it kind of is which i would like to challenge really but it's accepted as a national trait but apparently quite unexportable he says a necessary part of our modern consciousness and apparently which he said was already formed by shakespeare's time so his argument is that in shakespeare you can see that a national character trait that we believe of ourselves mm is that we have a particular brand of humour. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. So it's been a part of our psyche uh, for a long time. And Jennings tries to unpick this, and he sees English humour as a reaction against the horrors of industrialization. Partly Academic. unique. Because he, I know. <laughs> but it's quite an interesting contention, because his point is that if there is anything unique about English humour, what was it that was unique about England that could make it so. What he hits on is that England was the first place to industrialise. So the first place that met that extraordinary clash of hideous architecture, destruction of the countryside, incredible wealth, international power, uh, working class misery, working class opportunity, you know, extraordinary. And so mm. out of what that, you get things like the absurdity of Edward Lear, who has got to be the funniest thing ever on the planet. Yeah. Um, or the absurdity of Lewis Carroll. Yeah. And I think, so I think it's an interesting contention that that is something which... But what's he saying? For a little while was unique. That what's unique is that we think we are unique or that we are actually unique. I think he's saying that if there is something unique in English humour... Uh, if there is a reason, it might be that because we industrialised first, we had to react to industrialization and the horrors of it first. And that bred in us the, all, some of these traits like, you know, laughing in, in the face of adversity, um, understatement, trying to distract from the horrors of things right. with yeah. humour. I think he's saying that if there is some truth in it, maybe it comes from, from that 
initially unique experience. So he's not saying that nobody, first. that nobody laughed before the Industrial Revolution. No, 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 he's not saying that at all. I think he, what he's talking about is the brand of the type of humour. And he's saying yes. that we believe we have a different sense of humour from Shakespeare's time, so before industrialization, obviously. <laughs> and in your opinion, funny. <laughs> and in my opinion, isn't it? Uh, who, Shakespeare? No. No, no that's, that's what I mean. Oh. That, that was the big change. It went from <laughs> not funny to funny. <laughs> Thanks he for the industrial that we, Yeah, He thought that we were funny, but he was wrong. Yeah. Uh, so um, the other thing that he talks about, Paul Jennings, is an escape from class. So, you know, we've got this class system which is kind of represses and and restrains us um so we have to mock it Mm. um and actually one of the things he says is that a major change in humor uh is that it is now classless whereas previously it was very stratified according to class so at the top you had university wits a sort of faintly decadent giggling in the middle (laughs) you had uh, a wedge represented by punch. Hmm. Uh, and at the end, you had red-blooded, red-nosed slapstick of the music hall type thing. But isn't that... So despite Royfield's yeah. claim that middle class has taken over, in fact, I think Paul Jennings is absolutely right. Humour is pretty universal now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, we all laugh at the same thing. Yes, but I mean, wouldn't Royfield say that we're, what we are all laughing at now is the posh humour? Well, maybe, but the contention is that humour is indeed is classless. Working class people laugh at if it's posh humour that they're laughing at. That's what they laugh at. We all laugh at the same thing. Yes, but the likes of you and I look down on uh, Benny Hill, um, Carry On, uh, and what's this? That's the, the previous know, Mrs Brown's Boys, which yeah, I can't get to the remote that's control. That's the previous idiom, isn't it? I mean, actually, I don't look down on. I do look down on Benny Hill. Yeah, uh, Mayor Culper. Yeah, I don't look down and carry on because it's incredibly funny. Sometimes, sometimes it's gross. Yeah, and I hate it, but sometimes I love it. Yeah, Faulty Towers. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I hate it. I, I love Faulty Towers. Yeah. Well, I love, but sometimes it's really embarrassing when it's doing the "Don't talk about the war" thing. I know he's trying <laughs> to be funny and being, you know, whatever. Mm. But it's just hideous. Yeah, can't do it. Can't live with it. Right, yeah, I don't know. Very funny. Well, that, yeah. I mean. That is his contention that he, that we all laugh at the same thing now. You yeah. don't think that's true? Um, yeah, I, no, I, I think it probably is true. Um, but I mean, I'm trying to defend Royfield's point of view. But also, what I'm saying is that we all laugh at the same thing. But you know what Royfield would say is that it's all been colonised by the, mm. the the posh people. Okay. Except for which Mrs Brown's boys, you see, mean... Mrs Brown's boys, which is just never seen it. Actually, it looks. I mean, appalling. It looks yeah. absolutely rubbish. Um, okay. But, you know, it definitely would be in the, looks like it's in the sort of, you know, cross-dressing, right. cross um, you know, that, uh, what's his name? Bernard Manning type. Um, was it Bernard Manning, the one who did the dressing yes, up as a woman Bernie. thing? Yeah. I don't know. That was Les Dawson. And Les, Les Dawson, Dawson. Dawson mm-hmm. was a comic genius. I won't hear a word against him. Right. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Just, you know, just in case. Yeah. You're going to have a get Les. Comic bloody genius, that man. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's contention. We maybe want to come back to at some yeah. point, some future episode to Royfield's contention. And I must admit, I did a list. And it's tripe. 
Anyway, uh, so English humour then. The next thing I looked at was thinking, well, look, if there is this special thing called English humour, let's look at some other ones, mainly American, obviously, since yeah. you know, my Spanish is not good enough to pick up Spanish humour. And so I thought about, off the top of my head, the shows that I listen to of, uh, from America. So Frasier, Friends, The Big Bang Theory, Home Improvement. All solid gold. Yeah humor and i don't know what is different i think the only different i can think of is that there is less absurdity yeah in those there is incongruity incongruity there is social embarrassment so when ross, ross. when he's putting his leather trousers on with yeah. cream yeah in the in his girlfriend's toilet yeah i mean that is just yeah. slapstick comic genius yeah but you see that's slapstick but it's not absurd. Yes, it's not yeah. absurd in the way that Monty P, who we're going to yeah. talk about in a minute, yeah. it's not absurd in that sense. Yeah. It's incongruous and awkward and yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, but it's not absurd. Yeah. But all of those are very American, not just because of the setting. I mean, uh, the, that humour is very American, I think. Um, and I, I, I'm trying to put my finger on why, but, you know, it's because it, it's not ironic. It's all fairly, you know, it's not... You know, we don't offend the American listeners, but you know, it's just not very subtle. Oh, very sharp writing. I mean, all mm. of those shows. Yes, the writing is razor sharp. Yeah, yeah, really good. And I remember watching those programs, programs at the time, not having a a particularly good English comedy sitcom that I was enjoying, and thinking, where do they get that? The writing is just superb. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, totally agree. Yeah. But yes, I mean, you know, because the, the the guy I was going to mention that I missed was Bill Hicks. Um, I don't know Bill Hicks. Oh uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's filthy and really rude and scabrous right. and uh, you know really dark um, and dead. Um, smoked himself to dead in death, I think, and and made lots of smoking jokes um, the whole way through. Right. Yeah, and would smoke. On, I don't know. It must be. It sounds yeah. like filth is a theme in your. I like your humor. filth. Yes. I have to admit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good at filth. I'm a good deal more sophisticated than you are. I have, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the other thing I think is different about American humour is there's an an almost un irresistible move towards schmaltz at yeah. some point. Yeah, there has to be a moment where they are sort of reconciled or they find something meaningful. Yeah, in the situation. You know, which there very rarely is, really, yeah. in life. And also, yes, <laughs> and they're all very shiny and happy. And yes, whereas teeth, you know, you know, teeth. Um, yeah, we do have appalling teeth. That's a, that's the thing. Yeah. I think, but you yes. know, in, in a way where you know, faulty towers. The main character is going to end up looking like a complete idiot in every single episode. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, they they might have a few slapsticky sort of people in in uh, Friends, like Ross or, you know, the, the actor guy. Um, but, you know, they, they're they all jolly and it's a lot more just cheerful and nice and, 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 and they, don't, they don't spend the whole time insulting each other like they do in Blackadder or something. Um, and I think that makes Yes, actually, it... they don't in... Well, maybe they... No, so they don't really insult each other in Friends, do they? No. Anyway, I think... My point was about this is that maybe there are differences. Even though that fantastic comedy, which I love from a different country, is nonetheless does have different characteristics. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's, you know, because I was thinking about it in terms of sort of French, you know, Mm. because I think that French cinema is obviously massively respected and we all love, you know, French films and, and, you know, but really, you know, could you name a French comedy? No. No. I was going to say Betty Blue, but that's not comic in any way. (laughs) Amelie. Doesn't, it's quite funny. Doesn't she cut? Doesn't she cut an eye out or something? Yes. <laughs> uh, was that funny? <laughs> yes, yeah. um, black humour. Yeah. Black very, humor. very, very black. Yeah. Uh, lost my eye. Eye, eye. You know. Whatever. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. And you know, so I, th- I know, so I, and I think very much that that it's just something that we don't we don't know about, um, and it's just not it, you know because it just wouldn't register as funny for. And I think it's a very, you know humor is very cultural, and I think very that, cultural. Yes, I agree. Know, and and obviously language based, and I think because we've brought we've been brought up with American humor, we are more attuned to it. Um, but I still think that we can definitely say it different. Um, Yes, I think. I mean, I think that's absolutely right. That yeah. we have been brought up with American humour, and the language is the same or yeah. similar. Yeah. And therefore, if we were to like another country's humour, it would be right. uh, yeah. American, Canadian, Australian, you know, whatever. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, a crocodile Dundee is very funny. <laughs> I mean, it was at the time. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't seen it for a while. I mean, that was yes when he jabs the knife in the can of beans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's very self-deprecating. Yeah. It's in Congress. Very good. That's not anyway. a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> <laughs> very good. I have a French quote, actually, from somebody called André Morois. I don't know who André Morois is. Oh, he's very famous. Anyway, yeah. He says that the French distrust, distrust the nonsense, shaggy dog, elaborated story, which I do like. I know. Let me tell you the joke sometime about um, a game of cricket and the horse. Uh, and the French apparently don't like that because they believe in reason. And the point about French wit is that it is quick and crisp. Yep. Is that your understanding of French yep. humour? Yes. Well, I mean, I obviously know more about Spanish humour. Um, mm-hmm. And that, you know, Spanish humour is they are very quick gags. They are very, but, you know, I, I found that I managed when I could start translating sort of doctor doctor jokes and mummy mummy jokes um right. they, they went down a treat in spain you know and they would is that literally, right? you know stuff <laughs> what is an example of a mummy mummy joke mummy mummy why do i keep going around and around in circles shut up or i'll nail your other foot to the floor huh excellent that is yeah, a good yeah, gag sweet. that is yeah. a good gag <laughs> very good yeah how do you confuse an englishman how do you confuse him an englishman give him a piece of paper with pto on both sides right very good. It's not great, is it? No. Uh, right. Um, so, <laughs> actually, André Morois can't have been really French because he said something nice about the English and he said uh, the English <laughs> laugh at themselves because they respect themselves. Yeah. I think, I'm sure we should know who André Morois is. Yes, I do not know, however. Yeah. Uh, so, we, what are we concluding from all of that, Luke? Are we concluding that there is a sense de humour anglais? Yes. Sorry, I slipped into French there. Oh la la. Oui. Yes, I think we can say, yeah, I think we are concluding that. Is that right? Yeah. Well, that's quite a conclusion. Shall we test it against Monty Python? Let's. Let's do that after this little break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So everyone, we had a task. Royfield, Fiona, Luke and David all said, let's choose one of our favourite comedy shows or bunch of comedians and then we'll go on the show and we will talk about them and at the end of it we'll see whether they measure up to an English sense of humour. Royfield and Fiona said mm. that sounds a bit dull so you're left with Luke and David mm. okay so that's what Luke and David are going to do and actually I came last and everybody said oh you've got to do Monty Python obviously in OBS you why gonna... did that happen? Yes because you were going to do Hitchhiker's Guide what, Hitchhiker's Guide, Only Fools? I mean, yeah. you know, the world's your lobster, Gov. Very much so, yeah. Anyway, Monty Peters. Maybe because I did one with Wolf. Yes. About Monty Python on the film. I think it's because uh, and it was didn't very have to do funny. much prep. So I have a theory about Monty Python. Okay, let's go into Monty Python. And we've got a list of English humour, the absurdity of everyday life, dry, deadpan, understated delivery, sarcasm mm-hmm. and insult, banter, effectively, self-deprecation, taboo subjects, puns, innuendo, wit, and the British class system. Yeah. Only don't leave? Yeah. That's our list. So Monty Python. Obviously, everybody in the Western world knows who Monty Python do that, are doing that, don't they? And indeed large parts of the eastern world is that or is that not correct that is correct is it people haven't forgotten them yeah. because you know we're old no no i mean again harking back to spain that you know they they're both very very big those two movies are massive in spain really popular it's amazing uh, isn't yeah, it yeah i mean they are because i'd have said humor is very generational yes you know you see things that i saw in my youth like i don't know beat your neighbor out of doors or the one about you know the the white and the black neighbours thing, and they don't last at all. No, even in a half hot mum, which was actually genuinely witty, but doesn't last because no, because of the racial thing. Uh, so it's it's rather extraordinary that yeah. Monty P does because I don't think they have very much of that sort of thing. I no, don't. What is know, true? It's um, you know one of the few things out of the seventies <laughs> that you can yes. actually <laughs> it's still acceptable. Today. No, hang on, and glam rock. Come on. And glam rock. When is well, glam rock ever going to be not acceptable? Gary Glitter. Okay, unacceptable. You're yeah. right. But it wasn't it wasn't unacceptable because of glam rock. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Anyway, uh, moving on. Sorry. Anyway, I think it's an extraordinary achievement. The fact that Monty Python is so long lasting. And yeah. you know, Wolf, who's, you know, four and a half years old. Yeah. Still loved and knew Monty P. Yeah, my son, you know, he watched them all when he was about 12 and loved them. Yeah. Mm. I have a theory about Monty P, though, which I'd like to test on you. Mm. Do you know what that theory is? No. Monty Python is better in the repeating than the original viewing, with the exception of maybe The Life of Brian. And The Holy Grail. Okay. No, I think The Holy Grail is funnier in the repeating than in the original watching. When I originally watched it, and we had we had this terrible occasion when Izzy had a boyfriend and he was round, and um, we said, "Hey, 
because we all love the Holy Grail. And, you know, the first thing I do my did when my children could think was show them the Holy Grail. Yeah. Uh, and beat them soundly if they didn't laugh. Yeah. Um, and so we said, hey, you, you haven't seen the Holy Grail? He said, no, let's watch it. And we watched it. And he did not smile once. <laughs> this is, is his okay. ex-boyfriend, I take it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> his ex-boyfriend. But then we did Wayne's, not Wayne's World, Bill and Ted, and he loved yeah. it. Yeah. I think the Holy Grail is also better in the repeating. You know, no. come and see the violence inherent in the system. Yes. It's funny when you repeat it. It wasn't funny particularly at the time. Oh, it was. Because so, I've, I've watched it relatively recently with my son. Right. And I but you've it. watched it a billion times, Luke. I've watched it quite a few times. Um, yeah, I was a student. Um, and uh, yeah, but but I, I no, I, but I, I still found it very very funny to watch. I loved. I think did that, he laugh though first yes. time? Yeah. Yeah, he thought it was hilarious. Did he laugh because you were laughing so much and beating around the head if he didn't? No. I, if anything, if he could stop himself laughing because I was laughing, he would. Right. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yes, I yeah. didn't see that point. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's put Holy Grail to one side. But uh, the fish dance, for example, did you laugh when you first saw it? I, now, you see, I don't that think that the series are particularly funny. For me, there the, you go. It's something that you said, yes. and I really feel that those two movies are one thing, and the series are another thing. And I, I never really got into them. I do have a bit of a hole because I wasn't, I wasn't in yes. Britain in the seventies, um, right? So I, I have a bit of a, I wasn't watching it at the time, and I would have been too young, I suppose. Well, I, I, mean, I have a hole for a different reason, which is I just didn't watch them. It wasn't until The Life of Brian and went with my mm. mate Dan Thorley to the Loughborough Curzon or whatever it was, or Odeon maybe, that I actually saw them. Yeah. Uh, so I also missed the series and had to come back. Yeah. But the National Cheese Emporium is enormously funny yeah. when you talk, talk about it in the playground. It wasn't funny at the time. Yeah. The fish dance is really not funny. No. Until you... See it again and talk about it. Well, yeah. it's enormously funny. Yeah. Pant-wettingly amusing. Right. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Um, I yes. just think it's a weird characteristic of Monty Python the series type thing. Yes. Yes. It's like you never expect the, the, the Spanish Inquisition. You know, it, yes. Because it, it, it's... But it really isn't funny. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and yet it is. And it gets repeated constantly. No yeah. one ever expects yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's immortal yeah why yeah nudge nudge wink wink why yeah nudge nudge wink wink sign them all what's he like yeah yeah oh that i mean that is real pathos isn't it i mean that's vicious humor actually yeah really yeah ah yeah um you know then um wolf introduced me to reminded me of uh international hide and seek olympic hide and seek I went to see that after you mentioned it, and that is hilarious. That is brilliant. I mean, the thing is, it, <laughs> but it really wasn't until Wolf explained it, because I actually do remember having seen it and just thinking, you know, should I make myself a cappuccino? Yeah. And when Wolf explained it to me and I thought about the concept of it, yeah. it made me howl. Yeah. Because it's just incredibly funny that, you know, this guy gets on this bus and goes to Alain Batara or whatever, and the other guy's trying to find <laughs> in him Peru. in dustbin lids. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny. 
And very relevant it's now. very funny. It's like the Squid Sorry? Game. Have you been watching the Squid Game? No, I haven't no. been seeing that. What's the, what is that? Oh, violent. Oh, it's a Korean thing, yes. isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Hmm. Mm. That does sound... Yeah, so mm. the, uh, the Korean thing's really in. I watched Parasite. Oh, that's which, brilliant. obviously not funny, but it, well, it yeah. was funny. It was in funny. A, <laughs> in a black sort of yeah. way. Yeah. It was an yeah. extraordinary movie. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Okay, so what is who is your favourite Python? Luke. Yes, you see, I don't think I necessarily have a favourite Python as mm-hmm. such. Um, you know, uh, I would probably say Terry Gilliam, but more for his sort of post-Python directing. Um, I, I, yeah, I find them interchangeable, um, and I think they're great. They're all fantastic. Um, but you know, the, yeah. The, yeah, I'm a bit the same actually. I yeah. think they work as a group mm. and they each have their different characteristics. And that's one of the things that's great about them. I probably, if I had to choose somebody to go to the pub with, I'd probably choose Terry Jones, but mm. uh, you know, I think it's but for the history. Yeah. Maybe the history you've got that shared interest. And also it just yeah. seems like sort of, I don't know. It just seems like a nice bloke. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite joke or sketch in the films. Yes. I've got notes about this. Put this. Have you? Yes. Prepared. I did. Well, it's good that you prepared yes. for one bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I don't want to be rude. Well, I do want to be rude because that's yeah. a facet of English humour, yeah. being rude. Well, all I can say to you then is I fart in oh, your yes. general direction. <laughs> your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries, which is just It is a good line, awesome. isn't it? Because it's, it's, it's a bien gallique. Oui, oui, oui. Oui. Oui, totalement. C'est la chose que, que, que dit les Français. <laughs> oui. <laughs> um, and uh, the knights who say ne, and they call me Tim. They yes. call me Tim. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now the knights who in, the funnier one is the knights who until recently said, said ne. You <laughs> 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 can't get the new line. So the, Bring the me shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be silly. So that we can recite them. I mean, it's just extraordinary. It is yeah. an integral part of the English psyche yeah. for les hommes d'un certain age. We cannot get yeah. through a pint without yeah. reciting the parrot sketch. Yeah. 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 And that's because uh, right. if we, I mean, I'm sure we will, but, you know, I think that that is why it, you know, makes England. Because all of these things are, you know, are you the Judean people's front? Fuck off, Judean people's front. You know, yeah, all of that true. stuff. Splitters. Yeah, yeah. And that, I, think... I mean, that's true. It is a shared language, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it really is a shared language. Yeah. We all know what we mean yeah. when we talk about, yeah. you know, nens, nens, hens' nipples or yeah. cockerels' yeah. nipples or whatever. Yeah. You know, we yeah. all know what we're doing. We're in yeah. the same place. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that is actually true. Chicken, that it, it is itching, a thing that chicken itchings. <laughs> Very good. And then, right, other the best. I mean, I said this before, so I'd like to formally apologise to listeners who've already listened to uh, History and Technical. But the best sketch, uh, but possibly a bit specific to somebody who's been to grammar or private school, um, yeah. is uh, Romane's Aunt Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally, I, I wee yeah. when I watch that because it, that is so, <laughs> yeah. it is so. It is just, yeah. you know, I have to take a colostomy bag with me because it is just <laughs> so funny yeah. and it's so reminiscent of the pain yeah. I had of Latin of knowing 
absolutely nothing for five years, yeah. which is how long I did Latin. For five years, I knew nothing mm. about what was going on yeah. with the language. Yeah, yeah, it's really useful. However much the guy whacked me around the head mm. and got me back into detention, I knew nothing. Did your best, John Cleese. Because he's so good at that character, isn't he? Yeah. So good. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was so good. He yeah. was the Latin teacher yeah. Yeah. of my five years of Latin. Yeah. Anyway, um, crucifixion, one cross each on yes. the left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. Crucifixion. <laughs> <laughs> so good. One cross each. Yeah. Oh, good luck. No, yeah. I'm only joking. <laughs> oh, Jesus. so good. Genius. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I can go on with this. Uh, best sketches outside the films? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the ones we mentioned, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, I think. I mean, because it, it, that does, yeah. I think that's, you know, employed a lot. That is a classic, yes. Yeah. God, we all talked about that at school. Yeah. What's that philosopher's we football? Really um, the philosopher's that's, that's football very match yeah, was yeah. so funny. Yeah. It was so good because yeah. you have these philosophers talking about. Then Aristotle, I think, goes and scores a goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Aristotle, Aristotle, as you will know, was also a bugger for the bottle. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, Socrates was Aurelia a proper Descartes, footballer. Ready Descartes was a pistol fart. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very, very yes. good. Yes. Uh, so, look, we now have to weigh. Monty Python up. Have we talked enough about the funny things about Monty Python? I mean, I'm presuming we could go on forever. Um, we could go on forever. Yes, which might, yeah, bore the Royfield was quite grumpy about Monty Python, wasn't he? And I understand why, actually, um, Royfield was grumpy about Monty Python, because they are so ubiquitous. Yeah. You know, it, it is kind of heresy not to like Monty Python. Yeah. And I would like not to like Monty Python in the way that Royfield doesn't, because, you know, I could be an individual, whereas I'm not an individual. No. I am English. Royfield does and like to be heretical, I believe. He does like to be heretical. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm deeply compliant. It's just, yeah. you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But I, I take the point that he makes, yeah. that it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous. And for crying out loud, can we not think of something new, please? Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so let's on our list. Okay. Uh, what are Monty Python? I'm sure I did a list of this because unlike you, I prepared for the show. Yeah. Okay. So the absurd. How does Monty Python rate on a scale of very low, low, mm, average, high, or very high? Very high. Yeah, off the scale. Off the scale, absurd. Yeah. I mean, I that really is absurd. Yeah, when, when the series—that's what slightly irks me with the series—is that it's too absurd. Yeah, sometimes Some the, yeah. I think just because the guy is sitting in the ocean at a desk with his yeah things rolled up, yeah, that that is somehow funny. Well, it yeah. isn't necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree, but it is genuinely absurd and the yeah. most absurd. I don't think I can think of a comedy in any way as absurd as. No. Monty P? No. Yeah. Dry, deadpan, understated delivery? Mm, Understatement? No. I wouldn't say. No, not really. It's not a big feature, is it? No. <laughs> In fact, they're more likely to be sarcastic than yes. um, understated. Yeah. 
So sarcasm insults, I think, it's a bit part of it. Yeah. The funny scene with the centurion in the life of Brian. Yes. Go incontinenta. I suppose that's just smart, isn't it? Oh, but biggest dickers. Biggest dickers. Yeah. That's yeah. Just sort of smart. That's smart. I mean, because yeah. yeah, I'm just making a note of <laughs> of your categories yes. before we. Uh, yeah. So I can say. But yeah. That, so that not... that sort of falls into the innuendo double entendre, bit, yes. doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> can't get away with English. Sorry? Roger the Rogering. <laughs> Roderick. There are Roderick. But to be honest, the thing I like most is throw him to the floor. Yes. Sorry, sir? Throw him to the floor. Oh, yes, sir. Right, yeah. Because uh, that's what they do in film. Um, actually, I got told off for that because, of course, these days, I think mocking somebody for the way yeah. they speak, you know, yeah. having a speech impediment yeah. is deeply unacceptable, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I think in a show, I I mocked Toy Wilcock for his oh, list. It's mystery. And I got into a yeah. lot of trouble, actually. Yes. I mean, anyway. I, 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 I was thinking that because, you know, we did say that they passed the sort of political correctness muster. Um, but, but, I mean, and obviously there are some times when they, they don't, and that would be one of them. Yes. Um, yes and I mean, that is be. not particularly nice but i mean compared to sort of crashing racism of some other 70s comedy it's yes um, yeah it's not so not so bad no. self-deprecation well it's not really the format for self-deprecation no. is it no although you get people being stupid yes you know acting yeah. you know being incompetent being rubbish she'll like the guy with the crucifixion thing who just yes. doesn't understand that yeah. There's no point in being nice. These people are being crucified. Yeah. And, you know, always uh, look on the bright side of life is quite self-deprecating in a sort of way. Um, you know, there's that it, sort of... It? Yeah. Life's a piece of... Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the radio the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, but it's very cute, that. That's um, lovely, yeah. If you're feeling rotten, there's something you've forgotten. Yeah. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. I mean, I don't think that's self-deprecating. That's just no? cute. No. Yes. Mm. Well, cute in a sort of uh, horrible, um, well, the fact they are tortured to death. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That's brilliant as well when they come up and they're in the Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so you get no. Yeah. Uh, taboo subjects. Yeah. Well, speech impediments. Uh, yes, but also I think. I mean, laughing at the, the sort of progenitor of the whole Christian religion, it would be considered very taboo. That's true. I mean, there was that yes, whole that Malcolm Muggeridge sort of debate and stuff, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. wasn't that genius? Yeah. I, I copied that. I put that on my post for History and Technical. Really cool. and now yeah. you look at it now and it's just cringeworthy. Yeah. And Malcolm Muggeridge was sort of a god, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. People said, Michael, he's so clever and intelligent. Yeah. And he was a fool. Bloody idiot. <laughs> I mean, he looked like an absolute rollicking idiot. Yeah, yeah. It's extraordinary. Um, yes, there was also the um, the Not Nine, the yes, Cotton News. Yeah, where, where they... That's very good. We are yeah. still a Python-worshipping country. Yeah. Just such a good line. Yeah, yeah. Such a good line, because we kind of are. 
Yeah, going back to Royfield again. Taboo subjects there, but what other taboo subjects? I'm not convinced about this taboo subject. Yes, I'm not this, this, sure yeah, that the, English humour is particularly brave, to be honest. Well, no, what about um, the um, every sperm is sacred? Every sperm is sacred, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> laughing at that. Yes. Yeah. yes, and the sex lesson. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean... That's what there's that a lot. Very... Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> I suppose that's taboo. Yeah, no, yeah. I suppose that was very funny. Yeah. And of course, the funniest line in that film, I'd like a menu and a bucket. Yeah. I still go into restaurants and ask for a menu and a bucket. <laughs> Nobody ever laughs. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I would. But I keep doing it because I know someday I'll meet somebody who thinks yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to go out for a meal together. <laughs> so good <laughs> but it is a good line it's really i'll have good. a menu and a bucket yeah i mean come on it's a classic <laughs> just a waffle thin mint oh. yeah but i mean again see that's another one you know when you're stuffed you you say it like like mr chris like, oh, i'm stuffed <laughs> <laughs> Would you like thing. a weather thin after dinner mint? Yeah, I can eat another thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he eats the mint and bleh. Oh, very good. Big gross. Yeah. Gross. Puns and wit. I mean, they've got it all over them, haven't they? Yes. You know, genuine wit, just yeah. funny people. Yeah. Um, just yeah. love it. Yeah. British class system. I mean, I know John Cleese was big on that in his two runners sketch. Yes. But, uh, there was the Yorkshire thing. Is that about class system? I don't yeah. suppose it is. Really. Oh, it is, I think. Yeah. It is. Well, it is. It is laughing at Yorkshiremen, which is, you know, always a good thing to do. And they're all common. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> all Yorkshiremen are common. Uh, you said it. I'd like to distance myself from Luke Bax's <laughs> comment. Okay. And if I'm. If he's ever in Leeds, yeah. I shall let you know. All right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that is. But I think funny. That's a class, it's kind that's of a... regional, isn't it? It's not classist. It's kind of no, but it know. is. It's because they were working class. They're not. I mean, it is partly Yorkshire, but it's. It's you know, we we live. We live Yorkshire. They're not posh Yorkshire, are they? I mean, it's like the whole point is that yeah, you know we live. We lived in a hole in the road. Exactly the same. They do exactly the same thing. Oh, I was dragged up by my shoe tails or whatever they are. Shoelaces, you know. I had nothing. I had nothing. My 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 cousin is the Earl the Earl of Mexborough and he, he wouldn't speak like that. I can tell you he's from Yorkshire. He no. didn't say, Oh, I was dragged up more like <laughs> He wasn't dragged up anywhere. <laughs> I wasn't brought up, I was dragged up. <laughs> Harry <laughs> inherited this great big pile. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. Yeah, it I was. had to clean it from top to bottom every morning yeah. before my mother spanked me bottom. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Earl of Mecklenburg, he would, whatever his name was, he mm. would do that. Yeah. It was Yorkshire. Yeah, he's fairly taciturn. Mm. Mm. Uh, British class system, yeah. I mean, kind of a bit in... I don't know how much that figures in Monty P, yeah. to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, and, you know, and, uh, Blanche, yeah, sorry, Cal? and you know, I mean, the whole there's quite a lot of stuff with, um, you know, the, the King Arthur, and when when is it when he comes along and there is that, um, uh, you know, t- talks down to all those peasants who are trying to <laughs> kill the the uh, that is true. The, the Some lovely mud over here, Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was and that the, no. and that whole class based system joke? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is true. You're not, I, I didn't vote for you. Yeah. You can't have a... And then he tries to bloody peasants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he goes. That's true. That is, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. that is true yeah bloody presents okay you you convinced me anyone to do blanchard we talked about biggest dickers slapstick <laughs> i think there's a fair deal of slapstick i mean the herring dance yeah for example is yeah. pure slapstick yeah. isn't it yeah I mean, utterly ridiculous yeah um so they figure quite highly what we're saying is that they don't well to be subjects we thought they did yeah every sperm is sacred mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I think definitely religion. So if this is your list, religion was quite an easy target. Although I suppose it wasn't back then, was it? Well, no, because you had the whole Malcolm Muggeridge thing. I mean, you know, the, the, it was yeah, it was boycotted. It was boycotted. The, the, well, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking. I was just thinking. I just heard a podcast about this. <laughs> it was yours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah you know, and it, it, it wasn't there some place where they still it was only quite recently that they've actually allowed to show it in cinemas. Yeah, mm. no, it is true. It is true. Yeah. It feels easy now. Yeah. But I suppose at the time it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so look, yeah. I think we're done because we've warbled on, we have delighted the audience enough. <laughs> we have. In the words of Jane. But mm. what we were going to do is at the end of each episode, just have a bit of fun, we were going to note our top three or three of our top comedy shows okay mm-hmm. uh just uh you know share a bit of fun it's like having a yeah. pint in the pub type of conversation so yeah favorite comedy shows should i go three, first let's say three you go first right i'm gonna say three. mitchell and webb mitchell and webb yeah do you know i don't think i've ever seen them yeah they were better when they're i thought on the radio they're fantastic i think they're oh. very funny but you know they also did peep show together um peep show i hated with a passion really yeah i love it it was cringeworthy it was utterly cringeworthy fantastic very funny really yeah um you like being embarrassed then i wasn't being embarrassed when you but it was wasn't he chasing olivia coleman and she didn't want anything to do with him yeah that's why it was quite funny well well, it was really embarrassing. Well, that was the self. He was making a fool of himself. Yes, that's the self-deprecating humour, as per yeah, your list. That's true. Yep. I hate that. Yeah. Um, okay, Mitchell and Webb. Yeah. Very good. Citizen <clears throat> Smith, which I haven't seen for years, ah, but I used Citizen to love. Smith, be- loved oh, that. I love yeah. that show. Yeah. Power to the people. Yeah. Power to the people. It was fantastic. Yes. I used was to love very that. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. And he went home to his mum. Yeah. And his mum was really nice. And, yeah. you know, he was trying to try to make the revolution. The revolution. <laughs> yeah. And his mum would give him some nice scrambled eggs or a nice scarf. Yeah. If he went out for his, for his demonstration. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was fantastic. It was very, very funny. Yeah. He was very good. What was his name? Yes, he's very famous. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. You didn't even prepare that. I mean, you no, you bought dear. your list dear, of dear, three, dear. yeah, and you didn't even know Robert Lindsay. Very good. So you left me hanging there. Yeah, oh, sucker yeah. punch. So cruel. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh <laughs> okay, no! So now, now I'm also going to not get the name of the woman in the next one. Fleabag. Come on. Sorry. Fleabag. Fleabag. So I started watching that. I think the first joke was, it started off with her saying, you know, when a when a guy's lying next to you in bed and comes towards you and you know he's going to, I mean, you know, if modesty 
forbids yeah. me to say what yeah. she's suggesting they're going to do. And I just thought, hmm, I'm going to watch football now. Right, it's hilarious. It says more about me than Phoebe Waller-Watson. Thank you, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really, I mean, it's very, very uh, your taboo thing. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah. she's absolutely hilarious. I, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. One of the best comedies I've seen for years. Um, really, really good. I mean, I'm going to concede because everybody agrees with you. I am not in a position to judge. It's quite interesting that you're coming up with very different things that, than I've got. Well, Citizen Smith, one hit, yeah. two misses. Yeah. And I think I probably don't listen to recent stuff as much as you do. Because mm. everybody says it's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it another go. Uh, so my top three. Yeah. So Only Fools. Right. Only Fools and Horses. I think was the funniest. I mean, I just love that show. And it went on forever. Yeah. And I just love the interplay, the fact that he calls him Dave all the time. I just found funny every time. I don't mm. quite know why. That's mm. Anyway, Porridge. Right. Yeah. Absolutely loved Porridge. Quite a long time ago now. Because I wasn't that much of a fan of Ronnie Barker, actually. But in Porridge, I, it was just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And then number three, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ah, yes. Yeah. Which is just wit. In, you know, just wit in words. It's... In what format? Book or...? Well, I love the radio thing. And then the, the cheap TV show which mm. is fantastic because all the sets were wobbly and just yeah. proves that the endless pursuit of higher production values is just irrelevant yeah yeah it didn't matter it was yeah. just the funniest thing i used to come back from the boozer and very often they'd have hitchhikers on yeah uh, and i'd sit there and it was the best evening i'd yeah. had a skin for i yeah. presumably won at arrows i mean i can't remember but i must have won probably because you know i'm a sports <laughs> hero yeah uh, and i'd sit down in the room downstairs and my folks are snoring upstairs and yeah. watch hitch- hitchhikers and it's just you know vogon poetry yeah sank into my soul it's absolutely hilarious brilliant yeah no, i because I, I i read all the books and i love them um absolutely. I mean, yeah. he is just wit. Yeah. There's the lovely line about the sun. There's a mattress lying on a, a living mattress lying on a planet trying to move around in the marsh. And the sun comes up and is something like a billion <laughs> tons of hyper superheated helium yeah. managed to look small distance and distant and slightly damp. <laughs> which is a great line especially yeah. if you live in england yeah 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 yeah, yeah. scotland yeah you know because a billion tons of superheated helium yeah. does look small distant cold and slightly damp <laughs> it does indeed very yeah. good excellent yeah anyway yeah. no that's fantastic so what well, your yeah. one worst show ever yes okay allo allo <clears throat> you know <laughs> oh, i mean i know what you mean i know what you mean but yeah. good moaning oh <laughs> And that's funny. Yes, is it? Yeah, okay. Well, it is. Well, okay. Good moaning. Yeah. Because we can't speak foreign languages. Yeah. But the in... only joke a Frenchman has told me was, uh, qu'est-ce qu'on s'appelle quelqu'un qui parle beaucoup de langage? Je ne sais pas. Un polyglot. Uh, polyglot. Um, oui, c'est ça. Ouais. Qu'est-ce qu'on dit quelqu'un qui, qui peut parler uh, deux langues? Bilangues? Uh, bilang, oui. Merci. C'est ça. Qu'est-ce qu'on parle quelqu'un qui uh, peut parler seulement uh, une langue? Un anglais, presumably. C'est ça, exactement. <laughs> so, well, you know... But if you can tell that joke in French, you're then... 
Yeah, but I yeah. didn't tell it well in French. I got all mixed up. I did deer, <laughs> sapel. I mean, bloody hell, it's, it was a mess. Um, exactly like Good Morning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of know what you mean, but yeah, uh, every so often. Yes, no, know, I mean, yeah, because I, I, I. It was uh, very popular. I know, and I think it was probably when I was at university and my flatmate liked it. So I, I, I watched more of it than I wanted to. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so mm. better or worse than one of my worst, which is some mothers do have them. Oh, no, so I like that. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Betty, the cat did a whoopsie on the parking. <laughs> yeah. Betty, the cat did a whoopsie on the uh, carpet. Yeah. It's not funny. In any universe. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> I don't know. I do think it's quite funny. Shame on you. Yes, I know. I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We can attend right, to this. I think we yeah. surely have yeah. delighted the audience uh, enough because we've yeah. gone way over time. Now, Luke is going to do the Facebook <laughs> roundup on Shakespeare. Anyway. Very <laughs> good. Okay. You were in management, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Delegation is the name of the game. Give me a D. The Shakespeare Roundup. Let's keep this brief, as I hope this is not the last we are going to hear about the Bard, much to David's chagrin. So, let's check how the voting went. Ooh, look at Facebook. They have got a fancy new poll interface, which, as is the way of these things, is considerably worse. You can no longer see who voted for which option. Half the fun of this roundup task is to publicly name and shame our dear Facebook followers, because, as we have learned from this very episode, banter is hilarious, and the ruder one is to someone, the more you love them. So it's just bare numbers now, I'm afraid. But hey, we now get percentages. Thanks, Facebook. How kind. 89 people voted for not only did Shakespeare make England, he is England, with a whopping 77%. 16 people voted, all right, I will reluctantly concede Shakespeare... Dot, dot, dot. What? You can't even read the whole poll option anymore? Oh, really? That is too much. Oh, well, we'd better soldier on. Two people joined David, I think. Probably one was Royfield. We are surrounded by Philistines. And the other was Steeple, I believe. Voting for the decidedly negative, no, no, not a chance. Shakespeare needs to exit... Dot, dot, dot. And that's all we got. Presumably needs to exit pursued by a bear. And then three cruel people voted for honorificabilita dinatibus. I imagine just to have the opportunity to hear me mangle it again. Finally, we had some generosity of three people voting for should definitely get a shot at the cabinet, which will make the old boy lie more easily in his grave. That's the accolade he has been waiting for all these centuries. A place in the TTME cabinet. Possibly. As would be expected, we had a good discussion about Shakespeare. Charmian wanted to point out that it might be debatable whether he had made England or not, but he definitely is a big part in making the English language of today. Alison Mary thinks that the King James Bible has had as big an influence on English as Shakespeare, while Stacy thinks that we also need to consider Chaucer. So we have got our work cut out. Guy made a solid point by saying that you couldn't read Shakespeare. You should watch the plays put on by a professional cast. But then again, we all do have some lovely or possibly excruciating memories of putting on Shakespeare plays as children. 
Michelle and Ken shared some of their stories with us. My favourite and I think most conclusive comment was from Bernd, who describes himself as a simple-minded German, who says, If you wake me up in the middle of the night and ask me the three things that come into my mind when I hear England, it is Shakespeare, the Queen, and David Crowther. Ah, Cheers of adulation. We haven't got much of a sounds effect budget, I'm afraid. Even though we are horribly irregular with our output of episodes, for which I can only apologise, there is always something fun to see on the Facebook page. We've got some regulars, like Stephanie, who find some great images of England past and present, and we get our regular quiz questions from Historic London Tours, which, for the record, I have not got one right. But I am no Londoner. Things are already hotting up in anticipation of this comedy series, with people sharing clips of their favourite shows, so come on over to the Facebook page and share your thoughts. And of course, vote, vote, vote! As we put the bard to bed, and bid the great man fare thee well, and we move on to matters humorous, I would like to point to David Thorpe's post. I think it might be a meme, but don't tell David. Saying, that the past tense of William Shakespeare is, would I was, shook speared. Hilarious. Thank you so much, Luke. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. I'm sorry we warbled on, but, you know, that's what we do here, because that's why we do podcasts, because you like the sound of our own voices. Indeed. Although, obviously, I don't like the sound of Luke's voice, and Luke doesn't like the sound of my voice. Banter, Luke. Banter. Yes, uh, I can't. I can't stand the sound of your voice, David. Yes. Oh, too oh, late. oh my ears are bleeding. Too lame. Yeah. Anyway, everybody, thanks very much for listening. Thank you. And that is definitively the end this time. Do come onto my Facebook, say what you think, have a chat, and that'd be great. And we will see you next time for another comedy extravaganza on Black Adder, which hey. Luke will be presenting. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. And these are the things that made England. England. And St. George. These are the things that made England. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.